Turn to M3 and Karen B for this week's episode of Comply on the Fly. You'll get quick and timely answers to the most common employee benefits compliance questions so you and your business can keep moving ahead. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Please seek the advice of counsel for any benefit compliance related implementation, guidance, or strategy. Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the Comply on the Fly question of the week is, what non-discrimination rules apply to my health plans? Well, this is a seemingly easy question with a pretty complex and multifaceted answer. In this first episode on non-discrimination requirements, we will explore HIPAA non-discrimination. Now, first, I would like you to think of these non-discrimination requirements as being in one of two categories, tax-related and non-tax-related. The non-tax-related rules are found in HIPAA and GINA, and we are going to talk about the HIPAA rules today. Although we typically think of HIPAA as privacy of health information, HIPAA also has non-discrimination requirements. The key concept under HIPAA non-discrimination is that you cannot discriminate with regard to eligibility and benefits, premiums, or contributions based on a health status-related factor. So what does this mean? As a plan sponsor, you are prohibited from charging higher premiums or contributions based on someone's health status, basing different contribution levels on a health status factor. However, you can differentiate based on bona fide employment classifications, and we'll talk about that in a minute. You're prohibited from basing eligibility for the plan on an active at work or continuous service provision, which means you're essentially excluding someone from coverage when they're absent from work due to a health status factor. And you're also prohibited from requiring somebody to pass a physical examination prior to any late enrollment provisions that you have. However, you may impose benefit restrictions that apply to all similarly situated individuals. And this would include differentiation on deductibles, co-payments, and co-insurance. So what does this allow you to do? Well, you may limit or exclude benefits for specific conditions or for certain treatments or drugs. However, you cannot include limits aimed at individual participants based on their health status. Different benefits may be provided for different groups of similarly situated employees if those differentiations are based on bona fide employment classifications. Some examples of bona fide employment classifications would be full-time versus part-time, occupation, also location. So again, a bona fide employment classification, you can differentiate. The key here is that if it looks as though you're differentiating based on the health status of a person or a group of people, that is going to be a problem under HIPAA non-discrimination. These requirements under HIPAA also apply to health contingent wellness programs or wellness programs that provide a reward based on the satisfaction of a standard related to a health factor. The specialized rules for HIPAA 
wellness programs. And those are non-discrimination rules that are found under HIPAA that apply to those particular types of wellness programs. In order for you to satisfy HIPAA non-discrimination, the five conditions or rules must be met. And those five rules are individuals have to be eligible for the program and qualify for a reward at least once a year. The reward offered cannot exceed 30% of the total cost of coverage for each participant. However, there is an exception when a program is designed to prevent or reduce tobacco, in which that percentage goes up to 50%. The program has to be reasonably designed to promote health or prevent disease. The full reward must be available to all similarly situated individuals, and the program must offer a reasonable alternative standard, or RAS, for participants who cannot meet the original standard. So that's HIPAA non-discrimination. Remember, the rule is there to prevent employers from singling out plan participants based on a health status. Join us for future episodes on more non-discrimination rules. And that is your comply on the fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.